Welcome to the Force of Habit podcast, a kick-ass space for the woman of color on her journey to becoming the most powerful version of herself. Here, we talk all things mindset, routine, and transformation. I'm your host, Chantel Taylor, nutritionist and weight loss coach. Come hang out with me, girl. Grab your headphones or blast me on your morning commute. This space is just for you. Here we grow. What's up, ladies, and welcome, welcome back to a brand new episode of Course of Habit. The podcast is dropping on an unusual day this week. I'm recording on a Thursday and posting on a Thursday, (laughs) but we are going to have a great conversation as per usual. And I don't know where you guys are in the world right now, but if you're in Tennessee, this week is kicking every bit of my ass. We are pushing 100 degree weather. And I'm not a fan. I am a uh, Leo. If probably a lot of you probably called that already. <laughs> I'm a Leo. I'm a summer baby. I love when it's hot, but it's a little too hot. You know, for me right now, we've been trying to cool off at the pool every day, and uh, that's only taken me so far. <laughs> it's excruciating hot. Um, but today on the podcast, anyway, I wanted to talk about the concept of addition, not restriction, when it comes to weight loss and nutrition. I don't think I really have a point today. (laughs) There aren't any like one, two, three nuggets. There's not organization in that way. I just kind of wanted to talk today. And I think that's why I'm posting the episode a little bit late. I had some really great outlines that I've already got recorded um, for the podcast. But I was like, "Ah, I'm not feeling any of these this week. (laughs) I get in my head like that all the time. Um, But I wanted to kind of, you know, just talk today, give you a little food for thought, you know, something um, to think about. But I do love this topic because it's starting to pick up steam on socials more and more. So TikTok and Instagram. And I think it's a lot of nutritionists and dietitians and nutrition educators way of putting a little stake in diet culture and trying to help people understand that. To become your best, healthiest self, what's most important is the addition of foods you love versus restricting yourself on all the foods you can't eat. And this isn't just for weight loss. Um, I don't even think it started for weight loss in mind, but because I am a weight loss nutritionist, I spun it so my community could benefit from it. But the general principle has nothing to do with losing weight. It's just about being a healthier you by adding things into your life. So it's interesting. I had always seen a lot of food shaming around food choices. <laughs> Naturally, I graduated college, man, like five years ago, six years ago, one of those <laughs> with my degree in nutrition and food science and my concentration in dietetics. And so I saw a little food shaming then and over the years as I started my own business and really had to get present on socials to grow my business, I saw a lot of food shaming on Instagram as well. But let me tell y'all something right now. I have never in my life seen as much disordered dangerous, toxic eating advice thrown out casually by people who are not educated and some who are, parentheses around are, than I have when my butt got on TikTok in January. 
Oh my Lord. So if you found me on TikTok, hey queen. <laughs> but I think one of the reasons I grew so fast on there, and this is my, you know, my guess, I hit uh, 100K in two months, six weeks, something like that, is because, again, in my opinion, the helpful, science-based, not-so-black-and-white weight loss advice meals and tips that I give. I even find some problems, just a few, you know, just, just a couple, with the intuitive eating movement. Because what it feels like, some influencers almost are purposely obtuse and take such a dramatic stance when it comes to weight loss, like all the weight loss is impossible to sustain or all calorie counting is disordered eating or balance is a secret way to restrict, like things like that. It just feels really silly to me. I do understand that they are fighting the same toxic disordered eating advice that flabbergasted me the first few weeks on the app. But I find sometimes there's a lot of shaming in that community as well when people have specific health or weight loss goals. But, you know, that isn't like a grand assumption of like all the intuitive eating dietitians and nutritionists and educators. You know, there are so many amazing influencers out there who take a non-judgmental approach. Um, and I take on a lot of the intuitive eating principles and teach them inside my own program, Nutrition. It's just a few, you know, keen observations I've been noticing with a few big, you know, TikTokers. <laughs> but let me be real with you, girl, since it's just me and you right now. Health, weight loss goals do not have to take these drastic stances on both sides of the spectrum. So the really disordered, restrictive dieting side and then the like food freedom side there is shame on both sides, and I'm going to be completely honest. Um, it's not sexy. You know, being so controversial isn't going to grab as much attention, but it's true. The real power in whether your weight loss stays or even healthy eating habits that aren't rooted with, you know, a weight loss goal in mind, whether that stays, those habits stick or not, comes down to your mindset your self-talk, your routine that nurtures habits that you want to implement, the ability to eat foods you love while being in a deficit or not, and patience and lots of grace. And I, I truly mean that is really it. That's not sexy, right? It's like the sexy thing for me to do right now is to tell you that I have a secret way for you to lose weight that includes, you know, restricting these foods that you should never, ever eat. And it's like it's detrimental to your health and join my program and find out what it is. Like That would be the sexy way to get people to buy, to get people to pay attention. But it's not honest. And on the other side, with the intuitive eating movement, it's that stance that like if you have a weight loss goal that is disordered eating and no, no weight loss has ever stuck. <laughs> like nothing works. It's like, no, that's so crazy on both sides. It's these drastic, like super controversial stances that it's just, it's, it's, it's a little wild to me. It really is. And so what I found on TikTok over the last couple of months was just 
crazy to be honest these drastic rules made up half the time not rooted in a lick of science and i'm not talking about the intuitive movement anymore specifically talking to diet culture and the just wild very terrible eating advice that's just thrown around on there and people believing it because why not the this person has a large following they i like to watch them they're entertaining they seem nice and so what they say has to be true so why not believe them? For example, I called gut health being a really big trend at the end of last year to my husband. And that was because there was a lot of new and exciting research coming out about the gut microbiome and gut health in general, which was really exciting in the nutrition space. And I make it a priority to stay up on the latest research and I'm ever evolving and, um, you know, educating myself on the latest studies and nutrition trends, but emphasis on new, this was new research. Um, and there hasn't been a lot, you know, yet. And so after a few months, it kind of started to get twisted and distorted and people started making wild jumps about foods never to consume. And like, <laughs> you might have leaky gut, which I still literally laugh at. It, it just got a little wild very quickly. <laughs> and let's be honest, I feel like a lot of these influencers and when I'm talking about influencers, some of these people might be educated. Some of them might not be. Some of them, you know, might just have an interest in health and, you know, nutrition and things like that. Some of them are personal trainers, some of them are nutritionists, dietitians, like, but they have a large following. And um, I feel like a lot of these influencers are also like detached from reality. Sometimes I see like what I eat in a day for gut health videos. And I'm like, girl, now you know damn well you are not actually eating that. <laughs> like, I feel like so many people think living a healthy easy life is hard because it's romanticized in a way that is just simply not the reality of everyday working women women who are in school women who are trying to grow you know up the corporate ladder and you know make a name for themselves and have a busy career or have kids like <laughs> It's wild. I have this one particular video in mind. and I'm not even going to explain it because you've probably seen it. And I'm not even trying to be that girl. <laughs> but, you know, it's I do think you should, you know, romanticize the shit out of your life. Like make it pretty. Do things because you like the aesthetics of it. And that's it. Like I love to drink a coffee in the morning when the sun is rising, you know, and just starting to really beam through the windows on my natural wood and all white balcony that's really pretty to me and just soak up that moment. But I also know that while it's not impossible, it's harder for women who have like three kids or, you know, slept all of four hours at night or, you know, have a, a midterm to study for. There still is an awareness there. But some people suggest things and recommend things that are just, it feels like they're living on a different planet. You know, their morning routine is like an hour long. And then they make this like really elaborate breakfast. And then they have like, you know, a handful of almonds for a snack. And then they make this like 
spinach feta chicken tomato salad for lunch it it uh, never mind let me that's another rant for another day let me stop right here in my tracks the common theme here is how so many people put such a large emphasis on taking away foods taking away drinks taking away easy taking away fun taking away convenience that all you're left with is this what can feel like miserable restrictive you know horrible diet that's not realistic for your lifestyle that shames you if you have to pick up fast food one day that um, shames you if you want pizza with not a vegetable in sight one night that shames you if you don't like to get the healthier versions of the ice cream you just like the ice cream like it shames you whether that's intentional or not to feel like there is no room for the things that can make our life more enjoyable sometimes like you know wine and, and treats and bacon you become healthier by shifting your focus to what you can add to your day. Because when you shift to what you can add to this meal, what you can add to your day, what you can add to make this better for you, naturally, you make a little less room for the things when overconsumed aren't healthy for you in the long run, like the wine, the treats, and the bacon. Does this make sense? When you focus on what habits you can add to your day, basically you naturally make less room for the habits that don't serve you. When you focus on addition, adding value to your life, your meals, your health, your relationships, you naturally make less room for the things that don't serve you. You naturally make less room for the foods that make you feel lethargic, moody, sick. You naturally make less room for the habits that don't keep you energized, happy, assertive. You naturally make less room for people who don't have your best interest at heart or add value to your life. Creating better habits, whether that's eating habits, exercise habits, personal habits, isn't about counting all the things you need to stop doing and then beating yourself up when you do them anyway. I need to stop eating so many cookies. No, it's about I need to add more protein and fiber to my day so it'll keep me full longer. I need to drink more water. I need to move my body more, eat consistently and on a schedule so I don't get too hungry. And naturally, I'll eat less cookies. My point in all of this is to say the next time you come across a video, a person who says you need to stop doing or eating what ever you know eating whatever trying to lose weight trying to accomplish something drinking whatever girl scroll on by wish them a happy blessed day and move on you scroll and you keep adding to your life adding goals that make you happy habits that help you get there and food that allows you to enjoy this short life there is no black and white stance when it comes to weight loss or health in general. It truly is all a balancing act. And sometimes you're going to teeter to one side or another, and that is okay. But keep showing up and course correcting. Girl, you got this. And until then, 
I'll see you next week, bro.